0: Hey everybody, how's it going again? This is Leo over here from Grown Faith along with the best co-host from the West Coast, Brother Bishop. How we doing today?
1: Solid, man. Solid, man. Glad to be here once again. Been some time, but I'm ready to get to it.
0: It's been uh, uh, I think the last podcast that we've actually recorded um was about like about a year ago actually. Uh, maybe a little bit over a year actually.
1: Man, time flies, bro.
0: Time, time flies. Time flies.
1: <laughs> It and truly things,
0: does. A lot of things change within a year and a half, which uh, it's just it's, it's amazing, man.
1: Mm-hmm. So much ups and downs. But, you know, it's always headed for the up. You know, it's just a part of how you look at it.
0: And I think the last one that we recorded, I was actually maybe in Dallas. I don't know. Was I in Dallas at the time?
1: You know, you, you might have been. You might have been. I, I don't know if you moved yet. Uh, That's kind of interesting. That's that's crazy.
0: Yeah, I went from a, a big city to a small town. You're still located in uh, pretty much Los Angeles area, right? <clears throat>
1: yeah, I'm still in Los Angeles.
0: And how are things over there?
1: You know, as as crowded as uh, chaotic as ever. You know, a lot of uh, a lot of new um, uh, you know laws and and the lack thereof causing a lot of shifts and changes out here, man. Um, can't say it's for the better, um, but you know, it is L.A. You know.
0: that's one of the reasons why I left the big city, because I just wanted to get away, man, and get to a small town, which I am in, and uh, try to get myself in a little bit of a bubble, you yeah. know, and protect my kids as best as I can, just because I can see where where everything is headed in the States, and, you know, I'm trying to protect my, my, my family as best as I can, so right. I chose a small town in Missouri, I'm very happy that I moved here, uh, I see a lot of people that are actually doing the same thing, just judging by their license plates that I'm seeing, from all over the states, you know, so I know, I think my, my mind of thinking is in line with a lot of people, you know, um, mm-hmm. but I'm very happy to get back, um, wanted to share as far as the motivation to get back on this, uh, you know, to help people, I don't know what it was for you, but I just felt like there was a a, a thing calling me to say, you need to get this podcast going, uh, and then on top of that, find out that there was actually people listening from all over.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I think we kind of sold ourselves short, you know, not thinking that, you know, people were listening or thinking that, you know, it was just kind of one of those shots in the dark and, you know, came back to it later, saw people were listening. Hopefully it's caused some positive change and some at least some thoughts, you know, to to to, to, um, to come to the surface that may not have been there before in certain people, man, just to get folks thinking and thinking about their own faith, thinking about their own journey. And so um, I think simultaneously at the same time, I have the, Desire to, um, or kind of had the unction to to actually get back to doing this as well, um, and I think that uh, so everything kind of came together beautifully, you know, because you were feeling the same thing. I think the world needs different different, uh, you know, uh, voices in the dark sometimes, you know, in the wilderness, kind of yelling out different things, you know, because we all have have uh, journeys that we're on, things that we're going through, um, and it and it, it it helps, you know, when you can hear a story maybe from somebody else who's similar, so. Um. Or who can just provide a little bit of uh, context, you know what I mean? So, mm. uh, so yeah, I think we we were called here. <laughs> you know, I think we were called back uh, for a purpose and for a reason. And I look forward to seeing how this thing plays
0: out. And, yeah. and one thing I wanted to like to add was that a lot of people have, I mean, we've been gone for so long, man. And I know there's a lot of new listeners. There's going to be new listeners from this one. And one thing I just want to reiterate, which is the sentiment behind... Uh, grown faith is taking a hold of your faith uh, as you get older. It doesn't have to be faith like in the traditional sense of, you know, uh, like what we're taught when we're younger. If you grew up in the church, you know, Mm -hmm. I just want to let people know, have faith in something, have faith in yourself. But ultimately, do I do believe in a God and have faith in a God that's here to to help you and uh, navigate these turbulent times, definitely these crazy times that we're in right now. Uh, but but I do believe it's grabbing uh, your faith by the horns, pretty much, you know, and and taking control of it, and and growing, and knowing that you're, you know, from here until your end, my end, that your faith is going to continue to change. But it's your personal faith, your personal walk, your personal belief in in something um, other than yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, knowing that that uh, whatever that is, you know, the process is is going to continue processing. You're never going to reach an end um, no matter how far ahead you get. And I hope you get, you know, to anybody who's listening uh, very far, you know, very evolved, very, um, you know, substantial in the space of, of believing in yourself and, and having that intuition at, uh, where you don't have to seek so much outside of yourself for the answers, because we, mm-hmm. we, we have a tendency to do that, whether it's books. You know, whether it's podcast, whether it's whatever the case may be, we're we're constantly looking outside of ourselves. And so, you know, my hope and my prayer you know, for anybody is that you get to that place within yourself where, you know, you trust it. You trust the voice. You trust the urgings that are within you um, to make those decisions and make those right moves and to know that that can always be fine tuned, to know that that can always be improved upon. Um, and you're never done. You know, and so it's 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 never going to be a situation. Hopefully, where you see it as, well, I'm bored. You know, I've kind of reached the 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 uh, the top of the mountain. You know, there's always a top, a higher or a mountain to climb. And I think it's great if we can look at it from that perspective and continue down this journey and do this thing and hopefully together. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, and
0: I think like as you said earlier, like there was a people that like probably like needed to listen to this or you know need something like this. And one thing I like about this podcast or not, it's, man, I don't even want to call it a podcast. It's just going to be a, a talk, a conversation between two people that do believe in a higher power. I know um, you do. I know, um, you know, mm-hmm. I do. Uh, but it's also, it's, it's going to be a conversation about two people that are not sold out to one specific idea, you know, and I think mm-hmm. that's what the world needs. I think that I've needed that in my life, or sometimes you want to talk to somebody and you're looking for something and they're, well, let's, let's go back to what the book says, or, you know, and it's all, and I, and I do love, I, I read the Bible. I, I'm, a, you know, I'll, christian in belief or um non-denial whatever you want to call it on whatever it is there's no t- there's no uh label to my belief it's just a belief in a higher power and that that power resides in myself mm-hmm. um you know so i think that the world does need something because you know when you want to call somebody and you want to talk and then they just kind of want to go back to a, a proverb or something but you don't need that you know mm-hmm. you want something a, a little bit different and i hope that this is something that that we offer, which is that, that, um, outside the lane or outside the box kind of, uh, faith and belief.
1: Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. Absolutely, man. You know, it's, it's, uh, um, you know, I think it's, it's nice, you know, to, to have this right. Because I don't think that, uh, you did and nor nor did I, you know, have a platform, I have a space to go to because the majority of people around me, uh, family, friends, we're always kind of pigeonholed boxed into one specific train of thought. And so the answers, you know, were always from the same place, right? They, they only had a certain amount of movement that they can actually perform within because, you know, you have to stay in this particular box, whatever you do. And uh, so I'm hoping that this podcast also does provide that. You know, we can we can get we can get as far out there as you want. You know what I mean? And it and it, and I think that uh, even if it doesn't make full sense, or even if you don't agree, it'll get something stirring within you where the answers will come to you. You know what I mean? So I think that that's going to be a um, beautiful thing man and like i said i think we can definitely get this going and provide that for people and then it's going to also give back to us because as we speak you know as we try to inspire others try to you know be something substantial for others i think things will come to us that we may have questions about just mm-hmm. in the process of speaking and just getting feedback from people you know so you know this is about to be a cool little thing man for sure See,
0: and i and like even for me per- like for like uh a, a- Go, going back in my life, you know, I went to Bible college, uh, went there for two years and was strong in my faith, man, strong, super strong in my faith. Uh, then to leave, you know, that box that I was in of, you know, where you're around mm-hmm. like minded and then you leave and then you enter the real world and then someone shakes your faith by saying something, mm-hmm. you know, to mm-hmm. you. And then now when I look back on it, it's something that, yeah, that definitely um, shook my faith but it still led me in another direction okay now let me read this mm-hmm. you know so i grew mm-hmm. from that from that that shaking uh, but every foundation like they say you know it has to be on something sturdy i don't know what 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 uh what what it's what you know what the um, what is it called the thing in the bible where it says that the house has to be built on something firm mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. what i had was a bubble i my built my foundation on a bubble mm-hmm. and then at the at the easiest poke it, it bursted. Mm-hmm. You know, but mm-hmm. I led that to it led me something to 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 read different things, to uh, seek something different. But now here I am uh 20 years or 20 something years plus after that experience, uh more solid in my in my belief in who I am and what I believe. And uh, so whatever was used to, like, try to knock me off, it, mm-hmm. it, it actually, like, empowered me in the end. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. man. I mean, I, I you know, especially within the context of specific religions, right? You always have a specific adversary, you know, something that's trying to work against you as well. And I think that, you know, a lot of times we, we can mistake the process of improvement um, for that, right? Like you think it's something trying to, 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 to hit you, to knock you out, but at the same time, it could also be that which created you trying to push you forward. Mm. You know what I mean? And so we, that's, and I think that's the beautiful thing about, opening yourself up to when you're comfortable to to things that may not necessarily be what you've been brought up in. But clearly, there's something that you're, you're you're seeking, and you're not getting the answers for. And when you seek that from that, which we created you, I think that uh, the answers will come. And it's just about you being in that space for yourself to say, okay, let me go on ahead and um, try it because it's, it's uncomfortable, for sure. Um, just like you said, when something rocks, you, it's uncomfortable. It's not you know, now, now you're thinking like, well, am I about to throw away everything that I have? Am I about to throw away every ounce of, of faith that I already have? If if I go out down this journey and it's wrong, you know, if I'm going to go to hell, if I'm going to go, you know what I mean? Am I going to forfeit uh, that which, you know, I have invested into getting into the kingdom of heaven? You know what I mean? Like you when you when you take this journey, it's very uncomfortable, you know, and, and I think that that's the thing that a lot of people um don't get told in a real, like straight up way. Like this thing is about to get uncomfortable. It's not that it's bad. It's just that it's always going to put you in a space where you are uncomfortable. It's going to get you out your comfort zone, whatever perceived comfort zone you're in at this moment. The next step is about to get weird, <laughs> you know. And then you're gonna be cool right there. Then the next one is about to get weirder, you know. So it's it's and it's challenging you. It's seeing how far you're willing to go, and you don't have to keep on. It that's that's the thing, and that's the that's the thing about I think. It, us we don't have to keep going but then there's also something within you that says i want more you know or i want to hear the voice of 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 that which created me clearer you know um and so if i have to take another step and then you get used to being uncomfortable you get you and it's no different than training your body in the gym or combat training you know fighting jujitsu, whatever it is that a person does if a person goes to 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 to, uh, medical school in whatever area in your life that you've ever stepped forward and said, let me keep going to the next level. It's got to get uncomfortable. You ain't going to think you can do it. You're going to think I should have just dropped out or I should just go back. Um, and so I think that this is, this is going to be a good platform for, for all of that, because I think we, that's my journey. You, you, you know, you've spoken about the journey. It's funny because that move that you made to go to Bible college, I think probably around the same time I had the same, um, desire to do so but the funny part is when i prayed about it and i kept asking like uh um you know should i do it you know should i give me confirmation it got broken down i was like no no this ain't for you partner you know what i mean it's like well why this ain't for me you know what i mean so but but you know uh, i didn't go and i kept you know just doing whatever i was doing on my own so i would have at that time i think loved to be able to go into a, a space where you know the curriculum and everything else right but it just wasn't you know, a part of my journey. And then we see now, you know, there's a lot of people who have leadership positions and organizations that come out of these places, but they don't really have a concern for the people. Right. It's for the ego, for the position. And it's also for the, for the prestige. And so I think that uh, <laughs> down to earth, down the earth, walking, you know what I'm saying? And talking and dealing just as the people that we are amongst other people. I mean, I, I think that that's what this world needs.
0: And not to, like, get off, like, too crazy course, but I'll tell you one thing, man. You go to Bible college, you know, it's just like a regular college. Funky stuff be going down there, man. You know, I'm like, hey, man, I'm really here for a reason. I really did go there for a reason. (laughs) And then I'm looking around me, and I'm like, y'all some sinners.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, look, you know, wherever you get get a bunch of people together, it's going to go down. You know, because we just, I don't care what title you put on yourself, what's the name of the building, you just a person. We all are yeah, just people. Yeah. And when you just people, man, it's going to get
0: wild. You know what I'm saying? I, I was really shocked when I was there. Like, hey, man, what's going on here? Like, mm-hmm. y'all shouldn't be doing this, you know? Right. Um, right. But, uh, like, yeah, once you gather a bunch of people, especially a bunch of kids. I went when I was kind of... What age was I? I think in my older, in my eight older 20s, mm-hmm. you know, um, so I was in a different mind space. But looking back, there was, though, people that were looking for the the notoriety, you know, the, mm-hmm. hey, look at me. And then there was the ones that were just getting bug wild, too. And I'm just like, man, this is what's, you know, like, I just never, I did not, I did not anticipate that, you know. So mm-hmm. um, whether you're searching for whatever, you're always going to come across um, people,
1: exactly and that's that's the that's the thing you know people you know we're all working through the process i don't care where you stop off at and whatever you dress up in you're still working through the process and that's dope because we're all doing the same thing and so to look to the next person and that's and that's where things got sticky you know where things can get when you get deeper within an organization if you're comfortable with judging people then those type of places are perfect for you i'm not right like i you look at the next person's like i don't know why you're doing that but i'm not i'm not gonna judge you because you're doing it you're, you're going down yeah. your journey right yeah. the, i think that the the, the the parts about this thing is is when you learn to treat yourself with love right to, to, to learn to take care of yourself with love and you learn to take care of others with love right everything in the middle you know, what I'm saying is you you got to work it out. I don't know. Maybe you maybe you watch things you shouldn't watch, or maybe whatever. You know, whatever that is for you. But as long as you treat yourself right, and as long as you're out here trying to treat other people right, then we can work out all the other stuff, right? And so I think judgment and looking and pointing is like that's one of the things that people love to do when they get in these positions. It's like that's not what nobody needs. None of us need that. It's, it doesn't serve a purpose, right? So it, it it's it's uh. I think it's it's a thing for us to all look at and say you know if i'm working you working then we can vibe you know as long as we all working Mm -hmm. but if i'm not working and you working then it's a good chance that we probably ain't gonna be around each other much or vice versa right because you the energy don't match right (laughs) wherever you at in your journey wherever i'm at as long as we working we can probably come together you know what i'm saying but if you if this is a, a a thing where i'm being lazy And I'm just like, you know what? Screw it. You know, I'm gonna just do what I want and whatever. I'm gonna come back another lifetime and I'll just do what I you know, whatever the case is. I just wanna throw in the tile and act wild, then it's a good chance that, you know, we're not gonna buy because you know, you on a whole different level. You may be out there trying to help yourself, break curses in your family and teach other ones how to do the same in their own. It's not gonna work, right? So so like I said, as long as we in a grind all together, then we can all, you know, come together and help each other. You know, and I think that's the whole point you know
0: and getting back to the topic on today's uh podcast today's episode uh we wanted to return with the return of the prodigal son the story of the prodigal son and for those that are not familiar uh it's it's a well-off uh kid wanted his inheritance uh went off spent his money got crazy came back broke beaten worn but came back to a Father that had open arms that welcomed him because he was his son. Um, so we we got a book. Uh, you got the book. It uh, says over a million copies were sold by Henry J M Newen. I'm hoping I'm saying his, his last name right. Um, but I, I felt that I felt that this topic was perfect for this episode because I had been feeling like I had wanting like you said you had been feeling wanting to return wanting to get this podcast going. And also it's it's in line with sometimes you just don't want to do it or um, what, like you're just like, I don't you know, you're just kind of pushing away what's calling at you, what's kind of eating at you. And I had been feeling I want to get this going, I want to do this, but there's always that the life that gets in work, family, whatever it is uh, that that kind of knocks you off of your path. Uh, keeps you busy, busy-minded, and and it happened to me, you know, um, with the move. I got three kids. You know, uh, the, the, the career path that I'm in now keeps me uh, kind of preoccupied with only thinking about that, you know, even coming from my wife telling me, all you think about is that. So I, I needed to kind of break that. I'm happy to get this going in, but I do believe that I'm a prodigal son. I believe you're a prodigal son. Uh, many of us are out there are prodigal sons that— we want something in the now, you know, and it doesn't deliver that satisfaction forever. So then we end up coming back to um, in, to like what's wrong with me or how do I, you know, get back to where I was. And it happens to a lot of people with addictions and everything, you know. So um, I don't have any addictions or any like major addictions, uh, but I will say that I am uh, also a prodigal son that's also trying to return back to uh, my relationship with God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. And I think,
1: you know, it is a part of the journey for most of us because we're wired for survival more than we're, we're, we're wired for purpose. You know, we, we've we been brought up in that. Most families aren't teaching that to kids, their kids. You know, everybody's trying to, to survive, get you a good job, you know, work that job, move up in the job, try to get more money, pay your bills. You know, it, it's, it's, a, it's a programming, you know, so we all end up flying off and going off to different places, chasing a dollar bill. Right. Because it, it's it's the world we live in. You know, it's a it's an economical system where we you know, but it's also economical slavery. Right. Because we most of the time aren't happy. You know, it, it we can find happiness in moments of progression or uh, uh, achievement at our jobs. But where most of the time we probably if somebody was to say, hey, if you have to do this for the next 30, 40 years and this is it, mm. you know, would you love this? And of course, the answer for most people is no. Most people. Some people have taken that journey. And going to school would be doctors, lawyers, and whoever else, entrepreneurs, whatever they're doing. But then it's funny because recently I've talked to so many different nurses and uh, they all tell me the same thing. I'm like, hey, you know, I thought about going into nursing at a point in time. How'd you like it? They all tell me the same thing. Like, I wish I had taken a different career path, which is crazy because it takes so much. But they're all telling me the same thing because of the politics within it. It's not just for the people. and, And I guess maybe I'm just coming across people who did it to have the desire to, or who had the desire to help. But um, yeah, they like, you know, you don't really get to just help. You have to deal with the paperwork. You have to deal with being assigned to different. So this is not a situation where you see a need and you feel it, you know? And so I, I think it happens all, all along, you know, the path. I remember a story a long time ago about a lawyer who um, quit being a lawyer um, and, and opened up a cake shop. And because he wanted to bake cakes and, you know, in Washington, I think, you know, Washington, D.C. And I'm like, so it, it happens. Right. You, you there's a calling in your heart. There's something that you're passionate about. There's something that's a wiring within you that you came with here as a soul. right? We see it all the time from young prodigies and different things or just an interest from a child. And a lot of times they say that what you desire to do as a child is probably what you should be doing um, as an adult, as a career. You find a way to monetize it. But um, but we all get off track. We all run off this way. In that way and the hope is that whoever hears this you know you don't feel and if you do i'm here to tell you that it's not too late right because as long as you breathe, in there's a le- there's a lesson to learn as long as you hear there's a lesson to learn and you're going to get the most uh, benefit and reward but lessons in the journey that you have set out for yourself or that which you, if you believe god set it out for you right there's a destiny there's a thing and it doesn't mean that this thing is only one thing um meaning if you like to i don't know um so it's like okay this is my thing you know yeah but think about where that's going to take you right you're going to learn business because if you start your own business and where you go with that business there may be other elements in the supply chain where you decide to to have separate businesses and things of that nature that kind of complement that what you started with next thing you know you got three or four different businesses hmm. All right, So this is this is the process. So it's not just this one thing that you're destined to be it, destined to be. But this may be the catalyst in getting you into that next space in your life, which is you're ready to go and journey, you know, and take the path that's uncomfortable. So. Uh, so, yeah, man, I think that we we all do that and we all need to be um, cognizant of the fact that if you've tapped out and you know you need to go back, you know, there's always something to go back to. Uh, and there's always a creator, your, or your, 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 um, or God, they're waiting to say, all right, let's tighten you back up. Let me make some things obvious, right? Like you're going to, you're going to act like, oh man, I wish I had known this before. Like you did know that, you know, you should have been doing this, but let's act like this is brand new. You should go down this path. You feel it in your heart. People always say it to you. Hey, you should do X, Y, Z. It's already naturally in you. We're going to reassess, you know, realign, then now go ahead and go back out there and do the thing. Not sometimes out of 10 you're gonna have to go back home again. But hey, there's always a home to go back to, and that's the beautiful part.
0: And that one thing I ever saw from that part when I looked at the um, the overall uh, the ending to me, when I was really thinking about it, is just connection.
1: Mm-hmm. And that
0: if you keep working and if you keep striving to have a connection with the God or with your personal faith and continue to grow, that you're gonna come across like these weird connections, you know, mm-hmm. um, these these glances that people that. Hey, that. What do you? What do Oh, I really like that book that you're reading. Or, you know, I do believe that 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 will happen. Um, I've seen it recently. Like we were talking about with the sweatshirt that yeah. my wife was wearing. You know, you wear a certain thing. You just kind of, you you will you will get these connections. These people that they see something inside of you that they feel inside of them. And it's overall one of the biggest things that aside from growing in, in a business or anything, it's going to be the connections that you meet uh, that you make along the way. You know, and ultimately, in the, the end of the story is a son coming back and having a connection with his father. You know, and the prodigal son, one of the big thing about it for me is a big motivation is um, uh, for those nobody knows actually is, you know, I'm very grateful to be here. Uh, just because uh, I recently had a uh, heart surgery. So this was even more motivation for me to get this going again, because I feel so grateful uh, to be here and all the little coincidences that, uh, that have led me um, to this day and feeling that my life was saved. Um, it's it's going to help people, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. So I just feel very grateful. And um, I think the prodigal son, <clears throat> sorry, is the perfect um, podcast to come back to.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure, no, absolutely, man. You know, I'm grateful that you, you know, you, um, you know, you uh, thugged it out, you knocked that thing out, you know, and you, you still with us, ready to do some things that are purposeful and things that you know in your heart, which is funny, you know what I'm saying, because of the heart judge, but in your heart that you know you should be doing, it. led by led by that particular purpose. But there's also, you know, if I can remember straight within. Drape within that story of the prodigal son of the one who came home, there was one who was always there. Yeah. Right. And there was one who was there who continued to be faithful to his father, do everything kind of tend to, you know, land, you know, being that good son right by his father's side. And so in the midst of that, you know, that return of the, the, the prodigal son, right. Where the father welcomed him with open arms, you know, with, you know, I think feast, everything, you know, the, the, you know, um, clothes and everything else like that welcoming his son back the other son is like hey i've been here this whole time and you you know you don't be doing this for me uh type situation and i think that um you know i think it's important to point that out because when you decide to find your way back home you know there may be a million things that make you say they're not going to accept me back i can't go back to god i can't get back on this journey i'm too old um you know, it's too late. I should have stayed doing it since I was, you know, X, Y, Z age and it's 10 years and passed and I should have whatever it is, um, you know, those those kind of um, those thought forms. I think I would look at it like this other particular son. Right. Because as you go back, you may feel as though you won't be welcome and you may not be by everybody, meaning that what you decide to go back to other people may say, hey, Hey, you know, you, you you you're not gonna find success in that. Why would you pick that guitar back up? Why would you do XYZ? Again, you you did that when you were a kid. That's child's play. But if you know that you're supposed to do this, or even if you want to do it, you know, you have to put the naysayers and the people in that space to the back, right? Because they're gonna be there, right? And it's even you sometimes, right? Even if we were to look at it and say, you don't deserve this. Because what if accolades come from it? What if money comes from it. What if things come from you stepping back in spaces that you need to be in? Um, but if so much comes from it and, you know, you may say to yourself, damn, I don't, I don't deserve this. You know what I mean? Um, other people have been trying for so long, but it's, I just came back to this and it just clicked and everything just, you know, so you're going to have that. And other people, you may have that within yourself. And those are the things that you have to prepare yourself for, but also know that, um, it's going to be all right, you know? And, uh, To always try to send out that particular energy to protect that which you are um um, are discovering and um, are inheriting you know because there's always going to be a hater that's just life that's the game
0: and and for those that like um getting back to like the product was on the book that we're talking about it's pretty much a painting by rembrandt you know and when i first looked at this painting i was like what's the big deal you know but then I'm like, I'm telling, like, I'm telling the wife, like, I'm not understanding this guy, because the story starts off by this gentleman, it's Henry J. M. Nolen, uh, Dutch-born Catholic priest, professor. He had this, this, what was it? What would you say, like, almost like a passion for this painting, like it spoke to him. Yeah. Um, by Renbrand. Yeah. I mean, he fell in love with it. It almost kind of felt a little like, um, it's strange. Yeah, you, know? you know, I've,
1: I've never, I've never, because uh, I've, I've, I've yet to evolve into the person that can go to a museum and stare at art all day it's just not in me yet but uh he saw this picture and it just took him like completely um and i and i do think yeah that you're right that part is very interesting because it's almost like that was the thing that was needed to put him where he needed to go um because i i don't i don't see you know i, I can see the the meaning within the painting and i've seen those things but this this particular paint, yeah just took him by by storm, by surprise, every aspect of him, and I think it, it, it had a profound effect on the um his life after it. So. Right,
0: and, I, and I, I still laugh at it because I know I'm not that type that's going to go sit at a painting either, right. um, but this painting is, as I started to, like, look at it, I was like, oh, I, I, it kind of like, oh, I can, I get it. Right. You know, almost right. like when you taste something, you got to try this, I don't like it, I don't want it, you know, and then you try it, you're like, oh, right, I, I get it. So yeah. I'm looking at this painting, and then I didn't even see the woman in the back. You know, I didn't pay attention to the colors as he kind of, of talks about. And then it turns out I have another book from this guy, and I'm going to read it real quick. It's just like a devotional. Um, it's June 30. It's called Coming Home, um, and it pretty much stays in the parable of the prodigal son. There are two sons, the younger son who runs away from home to an alien country, and the older son who stays home to do his duty. The younger son dissipates himself with alcohol and sex. The older son alienates himself by working hard and dutifully, fulfilling all his obligations. Both are lost, which I'm not understanding this. Maybe you can shed some light on this part. Mm. Their father grieves over both. I mm. didn't get that from the, from the parable. Uh, mm. Because with neither of them does he experience the intimacy he desires. Mm -hmm. both lust and cold obedience Mm -hmm. can prevent us from being true children of God. Mm -hmm. Whether we are like the younger son or the older son, we have to come home to the place where we can rest in the embrace of God's unconditional love. I don't understand the cold obedience because I thought that's what, you know, at least what I was taught before was you wanted that obedience.
1: You know, it's funny that speaks to me uh, profoundly in the beginning of my journey. That's exactly what, um, my function was it was more militant. It was more. These are the rules. These are the regulations. Let me go on ahead and check these boxes. Right. It it, it didn't have anything to do with um, uh, close personal relationship. It didn't have anything to do with even feeling the things that um, you get told that come with this. Right. Uh, mercy and, um, you know, forgiveness and uh, compassion. Right. All these other things. I saw God. I saw it. So God as a as a as a. Uh, king as a as a general i'm taking a worse right and so with that function um, you know i was operating right and then I, you know you you come across people and and then next thing you know you see their function is is very different they fig- you know you may come across people who it's it's about the, the close personal relationship and 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 um, you know i used to you know consume myself with finding information and reading and getting deeper and you know and so on and so forth and then you find other people and it's like uh Yeah. You know, I'll get to that when, uh, if I need to. Right. But I'm just going to go here into this space right now and pray and cry out. And uh, God is going to hug me, (laughs) you know? So I'm like, well, that's different. Right. So it was, it was very different. So I can understand totally how either one can keep you solely from, because let's say for instance, you're going solely off your feelings, right? There's no order. There's no, um, obedience. You're just out here doing what you feel doing it, how you want to do it. Um, and therefore, there are specific things that you do need to kind of check off. But that's not everything where you have the other person like myself on the other end. Where all you're doing is checking off the boxes. You ain't worry about, you know, anything else. You're just trying to make sure that you follow the rules. Right. So that father was in the middle. Right. One son gone. He doing his thing out here in the world, you know, getting freaky and stuff. The son at the crib, he's like, yo, bro, can we have dinner? You know what I'm saying? Can we talk about your day? He like, hey, I got to get to these tables. I got to take care of this business. Mm-hmm. Right. So. This father's probably like, "Oh, I, did I fail?" Right? This son, he doesn't understand. Oh, I see. The, 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 yeah, my son doesn't have
0: like the, could, like the father probably at one point could have been like a hardline father. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And almost like sometimes when you have your first kid, you're a little bit harder on your first kid. Then mm-hmm. you have a little bit second kid, eh, "It's okay, you can eat that candy off the floor." Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the third the third one it goes from like, "All right, 10 second rule." Right. You know, like right, right. It, it, so, he might have been harder on that son and did it because I've seen that happen with people in my family too, where the father's a little bit harder, um, and it's just you don't develop that that loving relationship with your son or your daughter because you're just too freaking hard on them.
1: Yeah, yeah, tough. You know, you want them. You know, no. you, you want them to succeed. You want them to be successful. You want them to be honorable. You want them to be honest. You know, you you there's things that you want. Uh, you know, for your for your kids as a parent. And so I think in that space you know there's a natural inclination in each and every one of us right we're all we all have our own personalities and stuff so one son gravitated to one space right but the other one he probably did not maybe he didn't give him that discipline right so now he's he just like hey i just want to do what i feel yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying and so now you got the one at the crib he's like he's thinking that he's doing what is right right because he's not causing trouble he's taking I, care I did of what his, you wanted me to do exactly Right. But but that had nothing to do with the relationship with the father. Mm -hmm. Right. That just had to do with the fact that you respect your father enough to not cause trouble and that you're willing to dutifully do what it is that you feel that you're supposed to do or he taught you to do as his son. Right. Which is which is great. But that's probably the lesson. And I think when you have these three characters, there was also there's a lesson for each one. Right. Because the father, there's probably he couldn't look at his child or both both his children and say, man you know, this one's just doing wild stuff. This one over here, he ain't, you know, he, he ain't got no soul. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what am I supposed to? No, you have to look at yourself as well. You know, whether that was ever, you know, spoken of probably wasn't, but I feel like it's important, right? You would have to look at just your, yourself and say, there may have been cues because they're different people, right? That I should have picked up on, you know, to nurture specific things in this one and maybe different ones in this one, right? So um, so um yeah, man, I think that that I could see, though, if you just take the father's um, uh, role out of it, look at the sons and see how the father is missing both. You know, he he, but he doesn't have access to either one. One is physically running around; the other one is emotionally detached. It's like, sheesh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to do here, man. So I think when we look at the story too, right? You can kind of go a little bit deeper and say when that other son came home, this other son probably is a little bit more open. Right? The other son may have been a little bit more. Um, talk to his dad more. May have been a little bit more fun to talk to, right? Because the other one's just working all the time. So he was probably happy too when he came home. Probably draped him in all the, the finery and all those things. Because he's like, yeah, well, at least at least I got my partner here to talk to, you know. So he was out doing some wild stuff, but we'll talk about it. Where the other, you know, the other stuff, So I think it's funny about stories because there's so many layers to every story, even if it's not mentioned, right? Even if you take a Bible and you take a story and you look at the the, the focal points that are that are pointed out there's probably so many other layers um, that one could come to uh, or unfold or peel back in that story that uh, can bring more insight. And I think that's the beautiful thing about this podcast, right? Because we could take it and we can take an interpretation only of this author and we can take the interpretation of what we get taught from the Bible. But then if you go, but you can also take it further. Right. So like me, I'm looking at it like, well, I think they, you know, they all probably have some lessons to learn. Right. Or, or, you know, you apply it to your life. You know your experience and say, you know, I can see how from this perspective, first kid, second kid, third kid, you're gonna be a little bit more relaxed, just like you did,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: That's not that's not what you get all the time when you get things like this. It's like, oh, okay, well, this is just the way it goes. But no, it's a whole lot of ways this thing probably went. So, so yeah, man, I could see definitely how the turn of events probably probably pointed to the father being, hey, man, I'm 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 lonely here, dog. Like I got. <laughs> i I got two sons, but neither one of them are here with me you know? yeah,
0: i mm-hmm. I did not catch that until like talking to you right now, man like mm-hmm. oh as as a dad myself you know yeah right um i I can oh I get it you know i i totally I totally see that you know mm-hmm. um, so, and then one thing I did like i I really liked about this, like going back to like I just believe that there was like little um little callings, man, little coincidences um, that, that lead me back to this man. Uh Um, which is, there was like, there was a time when I went to Bible college, right? I I swear I was, you know, like, uh, like a fish out of water. You know, I was, didn't really know what I was going there for. Uh I just knew I needed to be there and I trusted my gut, you know, um, down to the point where like, there was things trying to keep me from going. There was girls that like, man, never looked at me. They were all of a sudden popping out Like, Mm -hmm. hey, and I'm like, man, what's going on here? You know, I've been here for for so long. And then all of a sudden, one, two, three, like I just become handsome or something like I knew in my heart, like devil get behind me. I'm out (laughs) of here. I'm leaving Chicago. That's when I was in Chicago. So I pushed even harder to go to Bible college because it was just like all these uh, opportunities were like, oh, okay, no, 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 I'm out of here. And Mm -hmm. I knew it. it. And then. When I went to the, this family's house out there, I don't know who they were, um, but they were all like reading the Bible and they were like, now uh, find a, uh, uh, what's what's the scripture that means the most to you, man? I just, I just winged it. I was just like, oh shoot, man, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not this, that type of guy. I wasn't that type of guy that can spit off a, a, a proverb, a psalm or a scripture. And I was pretty like impressed by people that can do that. I man, these people really in their Bible, you know? Right. Um, but it, it, I remember reading a scripture that says anyone who loves me will keep my word and my father will love him and we shall come to him and make our home in him. And that's the one that I spit off. It just stood out to me. Mm-hmm. And then here we go 20 something years later, as I'm reading this book, that scripture comes in this book and I'm like, crazy. Oh, man, make your home in me as I make mine in you pretty much, you know? Um, it just it just like i i just feel like when i have deja vu i'm on the right track right. and when i read that scripture it just kind of said that you're on the right track right you know and yeah, so, it's crazy
1: right right no definitely bro i mean you know when things come full circle like that i think it's 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 definitely showing you like this is the this is where i want you this is where you need to be at least for right now you know what i mean but Hey, hey, look, you better than me. Because if they had been like, "Hey, you got a you got a scripture," I would have been like, "Yeah, Jesus wept. Jesus wept." And that's all I got. <laughs> I remember that <laughs> as a kid. That's what people, you know, Bible verse. Yeah, Jesus wept. Yeah, we good. We good. <laughs> so, so yeah, you know. But I think that that's 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 meaningful because we know, right, from a from an energetic spiritual standpoint, there's no time, right. So that verse being within you at that time, echoing all the way to right now, it's all one one straight, you know lap like it 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 was never disconnected right it was always within you and it was always going to speak to you again and again and however many times else it needed to speak to you to get you where you need to be and that's dope you know because jesus wept remember that but uh <laughs> so yeah <laughs>
0: and it it's just funny but when i saw i was like holy crap you know this is amani and even like listening to him as he's writing in this thing i had wrote down like you know, obviously highlighted mm-hmm. some things, and it seems like uh, the author of this book was kind of going through that himself. You know, he was here; he is a pa- uh, what is it—a priest or pastor, mm-hmm. a professor—who mm-hmm. spoke on this stuff, mm-hmm. and he was having these kind of doubts and these kind of—you know—he didn't know what he was doing in his life. And he says, and then and then he kind of reached that point where I feel like I am right now, where he says I have a new vocation now. Mm-hmm. It is the vocation of speaking right from that place back into the many places of my own Mm -hmm. and other people's restless lives and he says he's fully aware of the enormity of this vocation when you take on something like this um, of trying to speak to people uh, I do I I just gotta I feel like I gotta take this very serious and and hope that I can um, help people through friendships and like through intimate relationships
1: Mm -hmm. Mm yeah I mean I think you know when you when you're back in alignment man I mean, I think the purpose is made very clear, but it's the gravity of it, right? To whom much is given, you know, much is required. And so you, when you branch out, you know, it's just like us, you know, if we were on this thing, doing this solely for the purpose of just trying to, who knows what, if it was, if it was more about our ego, then, you know, it, it, it would be a misuse, right? A misuse of a platform, you know? So I think that, you know, it's important that when a person takes you know, and I think vocation, if I can remember the case, maybe that's a very, very heavy calling, you know, or, or, mm-hmm. or purpose, right, what you're going to do. And so from that space forward, I think he, he he realigned himself with what he's here to do, man. And, I, you know, that is I, – I, I would hope that we can all find it, whether it's, you know, baking cakes, or whether it's med school, or whether it's, you know, um, being a manager at your job. You know, I, I feel that that's where we should all be in, space that we should all be in. Like, I know I'm supposed to be here. Um. Because when you have that level of confidence to do what it is that you're doing, the other stuff that comes with it, yeah, it may get annoying, the rocks that are thrown and and the naysayers and stuff, but it ain't enough to to, to take you down. It ain't enough to knock you off um, the journey, right? Some people may come hard as hell and hit you off course, but you get back on, right? So I think to, to call something a vocation, to know that within yourself and to move forward with that level of responsibility it's something we should all hope for uh, within ourselves and to find that thing for ourselves,
0: and that's crazy that you say like responsibility because that's the next thing that I highlighted from this book is when he talks about like wanting like the forgiveness of God or anything like you know, um, do you truly want to be forgiven by God?
1: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Because when you accept the full, you know, uh, like okay, heal me, you also, res- you also take on the full responsibility of that.
1: Right.
0: You know, and he talks about how people like, do they really want that full forgiveness? Because through that forgiveness is a great responsibility to like, you know what I did for you. You know what I took you from. And taking me from a lot, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, down to this last experience. of, I'm very grateful for my life. Um, One of the things that I, I think I told you is that as I left that hospital, I remember being in that hospital, telling like my brother who passed away like two years ago. I ain't ready, man. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna see you. And I have his name tattooed on me. And as I was leaving um, the hospital, I leave, and his name is on the street sign.
1: Hmm.
0: You know, and it's not no Charles or you know, uh, you know, mm-hmm. um, street or anything. It's it, his his nickname was Monk. Hmm. And and I see that, and I, it just like. Holy crap! There was somebody looking out for me. I know it, man. Mm-hmm. In in my heart, mm-hmm. I know it. You know, mm-hmm. so I know taking on this uh, this gratitude, it's a responsibility. To, like, um, man, I'm I'm taking on the full. I'll take on the full responsibility. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, to help along the way, and hopefully, um, this this podcast, um, is gonna help me help help me stay in line, um, for what I got to do.
1: Mhm. Well, oh, definitely, man. I, I think that. Uh... Yeah, I look forward to it for sure for yourself. Um and for me, you know, you and I I don't know. I think uh, life when it hands us certain difficult situations, man, and we, we overcome we make it through, you know, we're brought through. I can only assume that it was for the purpose of of raising our level of faith and what's possible, but also to to make us really value this thing, right? You 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 get into a a, a humdrum you know, uh, <clears throat> program every day of just kind of going to work, paying your bills. You spend as much time as you can with those that you love. Right. So it becomes that like they don't even get the the fullness of you. They get what's left over. Right. And then it's like then you, know, you sit back and you say to yourself, man, is this I guess this is the way it has to be. But then you can you can go on social media. Social media does have some some positive benefits, I think, a lot as much as it has some negative as well. But but you can see examples of people who are living a life of um, who they may have to do things, but their kids is right there with them. You know what I mean? Their family's right there. They can travel with them. They can, you know, you 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 don't have to separate yourself so much from your family. And 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 I think that once you do have children and you do have a family, bro, that's that's the number one, right? So it's like then, so it's like we treat the the getting to the money is as as the number one, but the responsibility truly is with. The family and so then now the question is is how do i honor this above all um how do i make sure that i am i am um, honoring this responsibility um above all others how do i use this or use my talents my gifts my abilities to honor this over here man and i think that um i think that that's uh, um that's the million dollar question you know um and when we truly mean that you know when we truly want that the answer comes but we have to make sure that in our lives we know what what top down is right because you mess around like okay well i gotta make that money that's number one because if i can't make that money my lady gonna leave man you know and that happens right you see examples of that my lady gonna leave this is gonna take my kids and then some other man gonna be with my kids and they're gonna be calling them daddies like where did you get all that from just hold on for a second number one is you taking care of home and so if you need a different way to take care of home in terms of financially then that's what you pray for because whatever's top down, I think it's going to be honored. Mm. You know, um, if you really want it. Right. But then and that's the that's the twist. If you really want to be there, if you really want to be there that much, have you asked to be there that much? Have you asked for a way to for me to be able to honor this responsibility? Right. Because once we step out the house, that's secondary. And, you know, everything else comes after how well we're taking care of home. And most people lose their families because. They get caught up in the business. They get caught up in the other, um, and so that's that's it's that's real, man. I think you know when you coming through some something like you've just come through. It's basically saying, "Hey, get this alignment right." You know what I'm saying? Get this alignment right, and I'm gonna help you do that. Because if I if I help if I if, if I brought you through, then you know for sure that I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna provide a way for you to do this thing. Um, and just like this podcast being on your heart, just like it's being on my heart. I think it's given us an opportunity to put the responsibilities in order, you know? Um, So I, 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 my hope and my prayer is that, you know, that starts to be revealed very soon in terms of how to do it and how to be able to, to, to to actually help other people, but take care of home first.
0: And um, I feel like, I I feel like that's a good wrap up. Um, I always like to keep it short and sweet. You know, Um, you got family, I got a family. Mm -hmm. I want to thank everybody for listening Hope you guys really enjoy this. Uh, I want to leave off by another thing that I had uh, uh, outlined right here. And it says, like, for, for those that are out there wondering if you um, are being called back, I'm hoping that this is a, like a, a siren or something that t- to your life that says, hey, yeah, I want to seek a deeper relationship or just grow my faith from here now. Uh, but it says the leap of faith always means loving without expecting to be loved in return, giving without wanting to receive, inviting without hoping to be invited, Holding without asking to be held, and every time I make a little leap, I catch a glimpse of the one who runs out to me and invites me into his joy, the joy in which I can find not only myself but also my brothers and sisters. You know, so I do believe that make that jump in your faith, and you are going to find something that you can't just find in yourself. You know, mm-hmm. so I hope this guy, I hope this really helps a lot of people out there. Um, from my heart, you know, my my renewed, rebuilt heart. To yours, I hope this uh, definitely benefits you in your walk of faith. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Is that it? That's it,
1: sir. we right, the rest of it next time.
0: <laughs> uh, listen, please hit the like. If you have any questions, send them our way um, and share it. We're on all, on all major platforms um, and give us a like. Thank you. All right, peace. All right. Peace.